did this uh, crazy cover uh, of this baby screaming and you know doing like a Gene Simmons thing on the cover uh, to, to be like just outrageous, wanted to be outrageous. And that cover uh, was voted in Rolling Stones magazines as the worst metal cover of all time. <laughs> just for the record. That is for the record. <laughs> there was a, there, and the thing that's so great, you know, about that is the other, like, that's like number one. And number two on this list was uh, uh, Anthrax, Fistful of Metal. No kidding. Is the worst. Because did you ever look at that? The fist is backwards. Backwards, yes. And uh, and number three, I'm not kidding, was Black Sabbath Paranoid. The guy running around in his underwear. So that's a high company. I said, wow. Yeah, you were going to say, you were with them. That was them. Those are some bad covers. That's some bad And we are back with the guys from Sunless Sky, both Juan and Ed. And Ed, we didn't really get into uh, too much as far as uh, what happened there after the Mystic thing. Mm-hmm. So, so Mystic, basically, what we did touch on was that you're you're you're, you're signed by Massacre uh, Records, which is a European label that signed a whole bunch of you guys, including Juan's band at the time. And you did the Plot Sickens, and you guys tore it, and it, you guys are pretty popular in germany and a little shocked by it and everything mm-hmm. so how does that i mean th- th- at that point in time i mean aren't you pretty much thinking this is it i've I, I, i'm this is what i'm going to be doing yeah i was a young dude when that happened i was 19 when all the uh you know the touring and the record deal went down i was 19 you know i had joined the band when i was like 15 16 somewhere around there you know so like that was my high school band you know and it went through many lineup changes you know, many lineup changes. Um, you know, the, the the demo that that got them the recognition was the "Come Die with Us" demo. You know, um, that was what the record company got. You know, the Plot Sickens album was supposed to be like a continuation of that. You know, which it was. You know, like I said, we had had two demos before that, but nobody really heard those because we never re- really released those. Right. I think we did the second one i think but maybe we sold five maybe <laughs> yeah right but, um, mom <laughs> sister it was yeah it was like the, it was red cardboard is what it was you know right. like a draw, hand-drawn thing on there yeah but um yeah after mystic um i've i found these guys um that they were another band that, that was you know playing the same circuit you know that we were you know the same cleveland scene uh they were called zevious and I, I i hooked up with those guys and there was another guitar player in the band at the time you know we kept the name zevious and all that did a few shows but like within a year probably even less than a year uh we ended up changing the name to dark seed we did you know some lineup changes there you know we went down to one guitar player and i took over uh you know the writing of everything and we called the band Dark Seed at that time, you know, and I did that for, um, well, let's see, from 93 to probably about 98. Five years. around there. Yeah, I did that for five years, you know, as long as I could in, you know, the local scene with grunge and how everything changed at that in that time period, you know. 
That's exactly when it all happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So whatever, yeah. what ends up with you that? Know, after that, you know, like you said, I figured, you know, this is how it's going to be for the rest of my life, you know. And then, uh, you know, with the dark seed stuff, it was like, you know, nobody cared about metal really in that time period. It didn't matter how good of a musician you were or, you know, anything like that. Um, the only way to make money in that time period was to play covers of what was on the radio at that time, you know, like Bush, you know. So like being a cover band that was popular playing covers. Yeah, yeah. of what was popular on the radio at that time, you know, and I didn't like doing that. I really didn't. You know, I was in Blizzard of Oz for a minute, and I really enjoyed that, you know. That was yeah. the Ozzy Randy, Sabbath. Randy, being yeah. Randy Rhodes yeah, is your thing. I grew up learning how to play on that stuff, you know. But, um, yeah, and then I, you know, after the Dark Seed stuff, which was like around 90, like I said, 97, 98, somewhere around there, um, I, I was trying to make money by doing these cover bands that uh, I really wasn't happy doing that, you know, because it wasn't what I liked doing. I was really doing it just to make money, you know, and I wasn't happy. Right. You know, and that's not... uh that's not why you play music. You know, you got to be happy for one thing. Yeah, right. You know? Oh, no, you do. Yeah, so um, I ended up quitting the whole scene, everything, you know, because it was just so different, you know. You quit Which, the scene, but you didn't quit music. No, no, yeah. I, I still wrote, still recorded, still created, but I didn't sell it. Doing shows was just out of the question, you know what I mean? I wasn't doing shows, so... I got to do what I wanted to do with absolutely no pressure, you know, and didn't have to worry about, oh, got to sell so many of these to make up for the money I spent on this or whatever, you know. I didn't put anything out. I gave it away, you know, to anybody, which I still do still to this day, you know. Right. But back then it was like physical. Yeah, you just put a lot of your stuff up on Facebook. You put a lot of your stuff up on social media. You just say, here it is. Enjoy. Matter of fact, that's exactly what you'll say. Enjoy. <laughs> that's exactly what I say. <laughs> Enjoy. You know, or, you yeah. know, my famous one is, you know, ah, here's something I never finished. Enjoy. It yeah, anyways. right. You know, yeah. There's a lot of it up. You know, you put a lot of that stuff up through the years. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what snaps you out of that eventually? I mean, like, how, what, what brings you out of that? What, 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 at what point do you say, all right, I'm ready to come back to the scene. Um, you know, I was real late getting on the technology train, you know, getting a computer and all that stuff, yeah. you know. Um, Facebook, I think, had, like, just came out not too long before I got a computer and stuff, you know. And uh, I was really under the impression that, uh, you know, like the mystic stuff, that all that was forgotten about. I was really under that impression for a very long time, yeah. especially me personally. I just figured everybody forgot, Yeah, you know what I mean? Out of sight, out of mind type thing, you know? And uh, when I got on the internet, I started, like, seeing mystic stuff, you know, from, like, people that, like, like, for example, that happened in 92. The first thing I came across, like, back in 2010 was some 16-year-old kid, you know? I came across him, and he was telling me how um, he covers a tune, from the album, you know, yeah. and it was really weird. You know, that album's older than he is. An American? <laughs> you know? Was it an American kid or was this no, from No, it was a Belgium. He was from Belgium. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he was amazing. telling me, you know, that he, his band plays, you know, a cover 
of a tune that I can specifically remember being 15 years old, sitting on my bed, coming up with those riffs. Unbelievable, huh? <laughs> yeah, it is. It really. How really great is that? Is. You know that, and that's what the it's, beauty of all this kind of stuff is, really. All of it. Mm -hmm. I mean, it I, I mean, it's everything is coming, especially with like me be coming back in bands and stuff. And yeah, it's sometimes people like last night, I was telling you about that guy that, you know, every once in a while, somebody will come up to me at a show or something and tell me something like really deep. Right, know? right, 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 right. Yeah. Right. Last night there was a you guy. You changed guy me that, or that, any that, stuff that, like that. You know, something that, that, that like your playing or your writing connects with them yeah. on a personal level. You yeah, know and you, you know what's funny about that? I can only imagine because you guys are also big stars and fans, not stars, but big fans of rock stars, that kind of thing. Sure. And so you've always heard this story. You know what I mean? Oh, you know, it's really amazing when somebody comes up to me and says <laughs> that I've changed them. But when it actually probably happens to you, because I, I can't tell you it's ever happened to me, but... When it actually happens to you, right, I can right. only imagine that's got to be like so surreal, like so kind of mind blowing. Like you're in this moment, and you're like, like a strange stage of yeah, like, like wait, wow, wait a minute, is... I'm the guy now on the yeah, other side. Yeah, right, that's, that's great. <laughs> that's really is. Yeah, that's that's amazing. So so um, so anyway, so you're 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 doing the dark seed thing. Yeah, dark dark seed fades out. You go into you like, hey, I gotta make some money. You go into the the cover thing, not your thing. Get out. Yeah, couldn't do You're it. Coming back in now because I wanted to go back to Europe again. You know, that was really the thing. So it wasn't it wasn't as much the love of music as and getting back into the scene. You're like, that's my path. Yeah, I just wanted to do it again as an adult this time. You know experience I mean? it in a different way, mm -hmm. and yeah. that's why I saw him. He had hooked up with Helen back. Oh yeah, and uh, well, actually, I joined some other bands before that. Really? Yeah, Vatican was the first one that came around, and I can remember being like 13 years old hearing those dudes on Z Rock on the radio. Remember that? Right, right. You know, because that was the, that was my thing. If I'm gonna get back into bands, I didn't want to start at the bottom again. You know what I mean? Right. It might sound dickish, but I've done my time. Well, no. everybody's got their dudes, their own thing. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, so I didn't want to start at the bottom again. So I ended up seeing, uh, coming across an ad um, in some page or whatever that Vatican was looking for a guitar player. And I was like, wow, I remember those dudes when I was like 13 years right, old. Right. Sure would be cool to play with those, you know, those dudes. And uh, so I called him up, did the audition, made the band and shit like that. I was in there for like a few months, I think. And uh, I started like band hopping because I want to get to Europe as quickly as i can you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> so i'm like band hopping sounds like you found the right guy here you know, he says he goes to Europe yeah I, I, yeah i did <laughs> you know and, and the funny thing is about me being in this band at this point is because all the bands that i started going out for and being in was all bands that were signed to Pure Steel Records, which really? is a European label. Yeah, so I'm was thinking, I okay, sign? So. Yeah, right. Oh, that's right. right. That's what yeah, you, that, you that's work what for I'm them, saying. right? Right, right. I've, I've reached pretty much as high as I can go. <laughs> yeah, I'm right with Pure Steel. You're you know? at the top now. <laughs> yeah, I've reached the highest I can go. Yeah, in I saw him play. And, you know, I remember Ed, too, from the Mystic days, and we've been friends, you know, and acquaintances, you know, through the we scene. We would chit-chat. Yeah, and then I saw him play, I was like, wow, he is still, like, ripping. And it's, I was, you know, at that show where he played with Helen back. It was really, really great. That was my coming back show, that's right. The yeah. Heart Attack Night. The oh, let's talk about that real quick. So, 
So you have a heart attack at the show. At my first show in like 17 years. That's right. This is your comeback (laughs) show. In like 17 years, yeah. Yeah. Please talk about that for a second. Explain what happens there. (laughs) You know, I thought I was just out of shape. Well, you kind of probably were too. That was probably part of it. <laughs> Might be a big part of it. <laughs> yeah, uh, I just thought I was out of shape, and it was my nerves because it was my first show in seventeen years. And, um, yeah, that wasn't it at all. I was literally having a full blown heart attack, man. And it went on for hours because it started like like four o'clock that afternoon, you know. And I thought, oh well, if I eat something, I'll feel better. It feels like heartburn, really bad, horrible heartburn at the time in the beginning. Is that what you're thinking? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, I just felt like very worn down, couldn't really catch my breath and shit like that. But I still, I didn't think nothing of it, you know. As the night went on, it was getting worse, you know. And we did the show. I was in Helen back at the time, you know. It was my first show back and shit. I went, you know, when the show was over, I went from the stage right to my car. You know, I was like, I was so winded, I couldn't catch my breath and shit. And I just thought it was because of the show. That was it. Right, right, right. You're just out of shape. And then like two hours later, I'm still sitting in my car. And somebody, I didn't even know that much time it went by until somebody had said, you know, hey, you know, two hours it went by. You're still sitting here. (laughs) You know, um, I ended up uh, going to the hospital later that night. You know, I went home first. Still wasn't thinking nothing of it. And uh, turns out, yeah, I was uh, I was having a bad one. And actually, I had felt the same way like six days before that. I had an- another one, and but I didn't go to the hospital. The only reason I know it was the same thing, same symptoms. It, was, it felt yeah. exactly the same. Like I thought, I it literally feels like you're gonna die. <laughs> you know that the you know people say that it's a figure of speech. Yeah, right, 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 right. I know how that feels. <laughs> So then, does this does this make you have to take a break? Do you have to like take a, a hiatus now because of this? Or are you like I'm just still going? The train just keeps going. How you does know, that work? I finished the show, <laughs> you know, and I I didn't really take any a break or anything, you know. When I was, you know, well enough to do things again, I was doing things again, yeah. So so at, at this point now. After the heart attack with them, are they, are they, are, and are they also still like, well, you're still our guy, Ed, you know? I mean, yeah, I got to be I mean, honest with you. If I'm in your band at that point, I'm going to be like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it was ever, a you're not going to get our, any, you're not going to get on our insurance program. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, yeah. Um, you know, they, they waited it out. Like I said, it wasn't long at all, you know? Yeah. A couple weeks or something, you know? You're fine, ready to go again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They even told me at the hospital good as new now at this point in time also do you have a a, a, a number of songs that you have you have already like in a bank that you've had you can kind of have written that was the thing you know with me wanting to go back to europe quickly you know quick as i could i was joining these bands and i was learning other people's stuff you know um i really wasn't into that but i wanted to go to europe so i knew that that that's just because I, I did i had a my catalog is is very large. I've often said that I've got more stuff in my catalog that I've forgotten about than most people have in their whole catalog. Well, you if know? you had 17 years of just sitting in your house and record stuff, right? It's going to add up after that many ta- does, all, all that yeah. time. Mm-hmm. But so you so you've at this point you got a whole bunch of stuff saved up. 
Yeah. Right? And you wanted to record an album eventually on your own, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was going to be all instrumental, you know, because I've done a, a few, actually, a few instrumental <laughs> albums. And that was the, uh, like, after Hell and Back, I joined Sleep Lord for a minute. You know, and I was in that another band. Another, another yeah, band I signed. Pure Steel? Pure yeah. Steel yeah. band, right, you know. And uh, one day I called up Juan to see about a distribution deal for this album, you know, this uh, other instrumental album I want to put out, you know. And uh, I sent him a 10-song uh, demo of the stuff that I wanted to, you know, that would be on the album, you know, and he's... Like, yeah, you know, we, we, we could do something. Yeah, I mean, he sent it to me. And, of course, you know, I said, wow, you know, this is the, you know, the original guitar player part of Mystic. And, of course, in Europe, that's, you know, oh, wow, let's oh. definitely check it out. Yeah, you know right. what I mean? Uh, but it was, you know, he had all this material and you could hear this amazing guitar player and the label's like, yeah, but it's all different recordings and stuff like everything. We have to be recording. And they were like, so we don't know. I don't know. We, we can't release this stuff you'd, you'd have to start literally from scratch and record everything over it goes but they were like i at you know i'd released doppelganger and we toured for months on on that album with you know that band and we had split up and i still had some of this guy but the label's like well yes yes and you know we may not be able to release this right now but i don't know aren't you looking for a guitar player and that was like Oh yeah, the like, thing. Yeah. Like, wow. And I called Ed up and was like, you know, we want to do something. And I knew I wasn't going to be going to Europe on instrumentals. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Right. <laughs> I, we want to do something. I go, you know, Ed. I have a proposition for you. You have all this incredible music. You know, it, it's. You know, we can't release this. It looks like at, at first, unless unless we do a lot of literally starting from scratch and recording stuff, would you be interested in doing a band with me and doing your music? And that was something that was like, for me, it was like, when I seen Ed play, I, to me it was like, here's a person that had been around for a long time and was completely like forgotten. You know what I mean? This yeah, incredible right. player that really the world didn't really know. Didn't get a chance to really see really, right. the Didn't way really you thought was proper. Yeah, and when I said, you're as good as anyone I've ever heard, and there's no, you know, you're not a, a household name. You should you should be at least, like, in the metal community, like, you know, people know who you are. And he was like, that sort of, like, said, but and I wanted to be your music, and he had, it's like, a lot he, he sent me, from. like, like. Well, that's just the been, thing with that. He's there's going to be, like, 25, that, enough for, like, two albums. Yeah, and the thing, the thing with Ed is he's not. It's not just that he's a virtuoso. It's it's that he writes very. He's got a what, lot of what good was, what, written stuff. So what I did right. is basically said, okay, what you know, obviously a lot of the music came from his band Darkseed, and that's how that connection sort of come together. And I said, well, I don't want to do Darkseed songs as you know, new Sun of the Sky songs, if, would you mind if I take the basics of all these different songs and all these great parts and basically rearrange them into new songs right. with new parts and new vocals, but still it's all your guitar parts. And that's the basis for this new Sun of the Sky album is all his incredible riffs and all his 
music and it's arranged into new songs with vocals and bass parts and yeah i had the privilege of hearing the whole album it's great it's great it is. It simply is great. And and, and 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 the thing that's really important about it too, it's a it's it's a band that the basic the focus of it is Yeah, the guitar. guitar player. It is, it is, but it is, but your vocals still oh. shine through. And, and and let me just say something about that real quick. Uh we went and saw you guys at uh Sly Fox. Yes. And so here's my take on that. First of all, the sound was awesome. The guys sounded and, and and to me, that's hard to do with the, the, the way, you know, the guitars were definitely, they're definitely present. And right. then, and, and the drums were are definitely present. But right. somehow you, you cut right through like nothing. <laughs> and and the thing that's so cool about you guys, one of the dynamics I like is if you hear you, if you hear the Sun of the Sky stuff and you hear your, your vocals on it, there's absolutely not a chance in hell I can think of a band who has that style of vocal and is holding an instrument. A guy who sings like that every time is the lead singer and head and, and the front man, and that's what he does. So right. when you see the guy, when you see a three-piece walk out there and you're holding the bass and you're playing a song, if I haven't seen you before and all of a sudden you start singing like that, when you start doing that, it's just like... I did not expect you don't. Ex I expected it. I, I, right. I knew it was coming, but I could tell that, and it gives you so much freedom, dude. You have that whole side. You have the <laughs> middle. You're walking around. You're you're you're, you're coming up top. You're, it's an amazing time. It's it's so entertaining to watch you guys. Oh, play. that's great. We had a we have a great time. We do so much fun. Um, you know, so I, it's just, you know, not, I think maybe a lot of the reason of why that is what you were talking about is because you know. When uh, when I agreed to hook up with Juan, you know, I, I said to him right off the bat, you know, which is the same thing I said to Sleep Lord, too. I'm like, you know what I'm about, you know, because it's all dudes that I've known for a long since I've been a teenager. You right, know, right. I'm like, you know what you're getting. You know, I'm and an over the top guitar yeah, player. Yeah, and I'm, and I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, man, you don't, you don't hold back. You man. cannot overplay when it comes to me. Just man, I'll put, I want you. Yeah. To I'll just put fills where thing. they don't even belong. You know what I mean? I mean, as long as everybody knows what they're getting when I when I'm when I get there, you know. No, it's real. It's real. And he was, you know, from the beginning, he was like, you know, yeah, I know what I'm getting. Do your, you know, you be you. That was exactly what he Let told me. Let your freak me. flag fly. <laughs> Let your freak flag fly. Awesome. And what I'd like to talk about right now is uh, one of the things that uh, you have also going at the same time as the Sun and Sky thing is right. a dark arena right. situation where you're actually, this is a band that now, you've, this isn't something brand new for you. You've, you've actually been a part of this for a while. No, the, the band formed back in 1996 as okay. Arena and then changed its name to Dark Arena. And... Um, me and Tall Paul basically had different... Well, who's Tall Paul? Who, Tall Paul is Paul Knizia, uh, and he was the founder with myself of Dark Arena, and he was the songwriter, and um, we met when he was just 15 years old. I was still in Attacks, oh. and I was doing shows with Chastain. Doing, we had a, like a mini tour going, opening up for Chastain with leather. It's amazing. Yeah, I know who Chastain is. And uh, Top was in the audience. And I walked up, and this guy walked up to me. He's like 15. He's already like a foot taller to me. I'm, you know, screwing my hand to look up. He goes, he walked up and he goes, like, not hi or hello, I want to meet you, or you did great. He walked up to me and goes, 
you're going to be my singer someday. Just like that. And that's if people know who Tall Paul is and know his personality, that is Tall Paul. Like, just like, you're going to be just like that. And went, okay. <laughs> he was like, like, all right. Hey, man, all right. Right, right. And it's as things would happen that really happened. Uh, years later, um, after Ritual had broken up and I'd done a few bands, I did some session work at some point, I met Paul at a at a an air show and said, Hey, do you really want to do a band together? And it did. And we, we formed arena, which eventually became dark arena. And over the years for about, like, so like I said, like about close to from 1996 to like 2006, uh, the band was, you know, together, um, doing albums, but literally only released a few demos and about four albums and did it completely independently. Um, Paul was really wary of record labels. He'd seen other bands that got signed and got dropped or made no money or, and just didn't, you know, he just was very independent and we, that struggled. So dark green was around for that long and really completely underground, completely unknown. And then when I got signed to pure steel, uh, with, you know, sunless sky, I would tell Paul, man, he'd say, Paul, I'm being treated great. That's like family. You know, I'm being, you know, I have records going all over the world, interviews, you know, from from Japan to Poland to Germany to Russia, you name it. I'm just, you know, all over. I mean, you really should really think this. And in 2017, he decided, you know what, let's do this. Let's make a new Dark Arena album um, and sign to Pure Steel. And so he signed to Pure Steel. And at that point, of course, I was an A&R rep, so was, I really was... Yeah, you're the, you're the I, A&R rep I, I for Pure Steel at this yeah, point, right? right. And I'm like, you should really sign with Pure Steel. And so we signed the album, we recorded the album. The album was called Worlds of Horror. And um, in 2019, he passed away before the wow. album was released. Because what happened was the album was done, but the, the label decided, you know what? But since the album is still in the middle of recording, one we release the first album. So in 2019, our first album, which is called Alien Factor, was released. And it just blew up. And everybody's like, and the crazy thing was, and when it, it hit, people were like, and all the Europeans were like, you know, these magazines were like, oh my God, how is it that we did not hear this when it came out? How is it that this this amazing band was making this music right. and it was Paul's music. And it was like, I, and I even told Paul at the time, very similar. I told Ed, I go, Paul, you're doing all this music and no one knows who you are. And like, Ed, man, you're really not unknown. You should be known. And so this is part of that, that process. And after the album came out, the album was done and it wasn't even mixed yet. It was just basically recorded and Paul passed away of a heart attack. Ugh. And so really Dark Arena is at, you know, I'm doing all this in, in his memory. And it's, it's all about people and it's about being good to people. And that's why I'm in the A&R business and, and helping people. I love helping bands, up and coming bands. I want to see people do where I've been. So that's what Dark Arena is right now, though. You're just, you're just promoting the album. It's not so much the, you're, you're going to go on tour as a thing right. because this it's, is just a memory of Paul. It's, it's a studio album. So the okay, album came out uh, this past year. And it got voted uh, one of the top 25 albums of, of 
2021. Yeah, I just saw that. Excellent, yeah. excellent. That's so, excellent. It's amazing, and it's you know, and this is you know music he's had and just never got released, and just you know. It's coming out there, and people are like, wow, really appreciating it. Like, wow, this is so great. How was it we never knew about this band? Or, you know, so. And that leads us back to Sun in the Sky, because as it turns out, while all those configurations of Dark Arena, guess who was one of the guitar players in Dark Arena? Yeah, that's right. For a minute. Right, so you were a part of that, and that brings you to light. And then, and then so... Basically, what what happened with this new album that you guys have written too is this was this was like you said before. This was a lot of your music that has been now taken and rearranged into these songs that are now the the Sun in the Sky songs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're basically the same, just like we might lengthen a part here. Right, you just it's just about right here. arrangement take this part over right, here. Right. Or you know, just a, like that. to create another verse if you needed right, one right. or something it's like just, that. It's it's really an exciting process because you know he had such strong ideas, and you know I have you know these really uh, strong ideas about arranging and vocals and choruses and and so you know making these really catchy ideas. Yeah, and there's vocals. a lot of those, and um, it it just invigorates me because i've been singing for, for all these years and then being playing bass and singing is just i'm just you know i wanted well, to be ex- i'm so excited about it it's a very exciting album it is. it's well and, and you know like ed has a tendency to where uh a lot of breakdowns in your songs and you know you do not hang out on one rhythm for like you know you're, you know it's not like you're gonna hang around on this one rhythm and just drone it out forever there's a change there's gonna be another change it's gonna sound this one's gonna sound different than that one there's so much thought that goes into everything and uh that took three months yeah a lot of layering of yeah, guitars it's a, it's guitar a, tracks it's yeah. a huge monster guitar album yeah yeah i mean that's the, that's the really point of it and the album's now it's Mix mastered. Oh, uh, I can't wait to hear at the it now. record label. Ready, uh, ready. The only thing it does not have is a cover. Ah, ooh. So this is where we come to. Man, you were going to. We're <laughs> going to announce the promotion for the album. Now that we've already recorded two videos, uh, uh, one yeah, for the song "Immemorium." which is going to be the initial single, and the song Indignation, and we're talking about full-blown videos you with, you know, drones and the whole... Nice. Right? I mean, talking about... But we beyond a, that, so the album, once it gets it. to the record label, we're talking about four months before it's going to actually get, you know... So uh, out April. to the public. Right, so we're talking April and May, but... So we got these three pictures. So we have three members of the band now. It started as a five-piece, then it became a four-piece... And the doppelganger, and so now is for this new album called Prelude to Madness. That's what it's called. Prelude to Madness. I love it. There's three members. So what we did is each member has commissioned their own cover. (laughs) Completely separate of the other. Oh, this isn't competitive at all. No. (laughs) Each member has uh, commissioned their own own cover so the covers look how with no other nobody else no saying, influence like, you don't know what his looks like we, we, well, we, no, we, we all know what, we all know what they look like while you're doing it though or after nobody they're actually done okay okay so and supports but when we okay. put all three of them right. out there nobody's gonna know right we oh we don't want people to know everybody will probably know who's mine oh, is, no, no, we don't I want understand. people to know whose covers there are okay we have three covers 
each commissioned their own. So each person didn't say, I, hey, I want you to change your cover to look like this, or I want you. It's each member made their own cover the way we want the sunless sky prelude to madness. Three totally different Completely styles. different covers. Yeah. What we're going to do is put it out on Facebook, social media, Instagram, the Pierce 2 website, and have the fans Tell you of the world pick the Sunless Sky album. No kidding. Now, when they look at Cover. the three albums and they see the one that's got Ad playing guitar on it, <laughs> should they know? <laughs> <laughs> now, don't get me well, wrong. They, no I, think, I think that people, without having the names over the top, or underneath will go, okay. That's cool, though. No, okay, that's cool. this has to be Juan's cover. That has to be Ed. That has to be Yule's cover. I'm a cemetery guy, so, okay, so it's oh, a giveaway. You know, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, people are going to pretty much obviously know, I think, by looking at the covers and knowing, you know, uh, um, I think it's an interesting idea, yeah. It, it's to have, you know, either way, we can't lose because we love all three covers. And uh, whoever's the winner is the winner, and it it won't be by our choice. It'll be by the the fans' choice, and let them let the world decide what is going to be the, this on the sky cover. Now, now, now and that also like brings it up where everybody's going to go, okay, who's on the sky? If you don't already know, I mean, you know, on the sky. We've actually been oh. in a reality TV shows. And yeah. I mean, it's well, all no, that, but but there's just definitely in case a lot out there. Yeah. But in case you don't know, and if this comes up and it comes up, hey, pick. So, hey, that's something different. I don't heard of any band doing that. No, no, no. It's a great idea. Well, yeah, so, in any time, you can get a kind of interaction going on. Right. Um, Talk. Talk, right. Yeah. So so that's awesome. Um, so you're going to be able to just do this as far as you're going to have like a voting set, set up on Facebook, and it'll just be like people can comment and, and, yeah, and do it that Yeah, can comment or just, just say, you I like just decide to tally I, it up. Yeah, right. And there'll also be on the Pure Steel sink, and everybody can vote, and it's just, you know. Will there be a winner? So like, will the other two have to buy the the winner dinner? Uh, more you guys like have some kind of like. Well, I think what we're going to do is, I mean, basically we're going to use all three covers in some way. There's going to be the winner that's going to be the cover. Uh, one of the covers might end up as the back yeah. cover, or one of them is going to end up on a t-shirt. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or sure. going to be the on the inside the layout. Or release three different versions. Or, or right, you never red. know. You never know. But you know, but there is going to be a winner cover picked by the fans of Sun the Sky and cool. by the metal fans anybody can just pick and go oh I'll pick number one or number A or you excellent know. yeah so that'll be cool yeah so. and then and then I, I I've heard this album so whatever the cover is or whatever the out the, the material inside of it is is thank you it's, it's thank great you. Yeah. it's gonna be it's gonna I, I I truly think that this you think if Dark Arena was considered one of the best albums I got a feeling this one. I I hope so. I, I got so a feeling. Too. I think so too. It's awesome. So. All right. Well, let's just wrap it up there. Well, Greg, something else to say? You know Go ahead. What? With these tunes and this album and the title and everything, you know, the funny thing is, like I said, me doing this again was just strictly, really. I just wanted to go back to Europe once. I didn't even want to, you know, all the shows that I've done in the past like four years. I didn't plan on doing those either, you know. <laughs> And here he is. And, and, and these uh, these tunes and this album and stuff, you know, technically this is all stuff that was written really just like, you know, from 93 to like 98, 
you know, suffer from like the, the, decades the, the, ago, the, the, not, not just right, from like two, which two, was actually years. right after Mystic. You know what I mean? So like, and I, when I quit that band, I figured, you know, I'll just do up another band and uh, I'll go back to Europe. You know, but things changed. It well, wasn't it, like that anymore. Maybe not. It just took twenty years. Yeah, and then the, these it's not. It's just not as easy as you would think. It's, it really is, and and that's like true with any you know anything in this music. If any you know, you get that chance. The windows are so small. And you have to take that opportunity and really like go for it because you know you know it seems obvious. Yeah, but it's at the like, time it doesn't seem like that. Right. But here's the funny part: I've had these songs for so long, and like I said, that they were the ones that I was gonna that I planned on going to Germany with back in the '90s. You know, and right, yeah. they they've uh, stuck with me. They've evolved and stuff like that. And then with me getting back into bands, wanting to go back to Europe again in 2016, you know. Um, I was playing other people's music, you know, and now here it is. This album's being released on, on a... Uh, in 2022. On, on, on 2022, yeah, being released on a European label. <laughs> and it's called yeah. Prelude to Madness. Yeah. From looking from way back, you know. Indeed, this Wild. is a strange... Like a weird circle, yeah. It's a strange It's weird how sometimes it plane. takes so long for something to actually come to fruition. From the I, from the time it was conceived, right. weird. Right. <laughs> well, I hope this does really well. I think it will. I I, I can't see that this album doesn't do well. Um, Thank we'll you. We'll see. I guess we'll see. Thank you. But I think it's going to do well, and definitely, uh, if you can see these guys live, see these guys live. They're great. It's a great show. All right, everybody, we're going to wrap it up there. It's on the sky. Thank you all. Thank you, everyone. Level up. We're out. <laughs>